You're listening to Holistic Living with Hazel, where you are informed, educated, and empowered to live your best holistic life. Welcome, welcome to welcome to Holistic Living with Hazel, where we empower, educate, and inform. Guys, I don't even know how to hold myself together today because I don't even think it's going to be one of those regular shows with the guest that I co-host that I have in the in the studio today. Um, but we're gonna to try to do this, all right? First, we want to make sure that you are, you tune in to all platforms, which will be Real Eleven Hundred AM iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Apple Podcast, as well as you can reach me on Holistic Living with Hazel on Instagram and Facebook at Holistic Living with Hazel. So, co-host, where you at? Hey. hey <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're a little nervous. I don't know because like these guys, I'm telling you right now. They can't be nervous because they have the most amount that you would ever want to know and see. But I'm going a, I'm to a work with them today. Y'all nervous? No. no, no. Y'all, y'all not nervous? No, no. <laughs> about 30 seconds. We about to fight. Yeah. That's what's up. I'm from New the, York uh, Giant fan. I'm from the Bronx, New York. Ain't nothing nervous hey, about me. Oh, look, okay, look, okay. Lucky they got pads on the walls. That'll hey, save you. Ain't nothing nervous it's about me. It's the pads on the walls, nothing y'all. It's the pads on the walls, y'all. Good. Y'all, I'm so excited again. We have, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves, but today we're talking all sport fans clubs as well as business branding. We're talking a little bit of everything, and these guys have given me um, the go-ahead to be very candid today, which I plan on being that. Um, But I want to also bring out the fact that when we talk about sport fan clubs and just how they originated, um, you guys are in for a treat because I know I was. I was not um, introduced to this type of lifestyle um, until I got to Georgia. So um, I am so excited to um, let you guys hear all that it entails and also what it gives back to the community. So we're just going to dig in. But first, I want to have them introduce themselves. And we're going to start over here to my left. Um I won't say his name. I'm going to let him say his full name because I don't want to get in trouble. But go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Hi, my name is Curtis Smith. Um, the reason why she said that because I don't let her call me Kurt. She only call me Curtis. Um, I go by the Captain Kurt. I am the president and founder of NYG for Life Atlanta Sports and Entertainment LLC, as well as I am the president of the United Pro Football Fan Clubs, of Atlanta, which is a organization, a nonprofit organization that focuses on bringing all the fan clubs together for one major tailgate that we have in Atlanta, where we've averaged from our first year of a thousand people to five thousand the last year that we did it pre-COVID. Wow! So our overall goal and our overall mission is to bring all fan clubs together, not just giant fans, but also use that as a platform to give back to the community. So that's who Curtis Smith is. That's who NYG for Life Atlanta is. And we are based out of Monticello's um, Cigar Sports Bistro on um, Powers Ferry in Windy Hill, as well as we have 
eight other organizations. We have NYG for Life Los Angeles, NYG for Life Las Vegas, NYG for Life Tampa, NYG for Life Raleigh Durham, NYG for Life Charlotte, NYG for Life 757. Um, I know I forgot one or two, but either way, we are a brand that's all across this country. So follow us wherever you go. We are the second largest New York Giant fan club in the United States. All right. That's an introduction. Okay. Now, Tony, <sighs> you got to give it now. Come on now. We can't let no giant fan you come know, in here doing yeah. all of that. Well, well, you know how it is. <laughs> they, just, they just talk and talk and talk and talk. I, I like know. to get to the point. I know. You know. I'm Tony Thomas, president of the Dallas Cowboys Block Party ATL Fan Club. Uh, we are based here in Atlanta. We are basically on the south side of Atlanta. Uh, we've been doing this now for five years. Five seems like long years, but uh, we've survived COVID and all the other trials and tribulations that fan clubs go through. Um, we like to get out in the community and do things and assist. Uh, I'm also part of the United Pro Football Fan Clubs. I'm on the board there. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be selected. Uh, we were the 2019 Fan Club of the Year here in the ATL. Yes. Um, so uh, we've, we've, got, we've got a list of accomplishments. We don't have all these, uh, um, I guess you call bullet points like Mr. Curtis <laughs> has. But what we will do is we get the job done. Like Jay-Z said, I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Uh, so I'm just my business. Here we <laughs> go. Now we got to talk about Jay-Z. We, see, you know, see. come on. It's hard to get along with him during the season. <laughs> see, if this was February to July, we could probably be cordial in here. But I see it's about to get nasty. <laughs> it is. It is. Guys, I do. I, I want to just take time right now to acknowledge you all um, as not just my co-host but co-host but as friends um, and I appreciate you both for coming in um, and seeing the vision that I have again it's not just about sports um, I know that for a fact because being a part of block party under Tony Thomas yes um, yes I know that how I was just overwhelmed with everything that the sport fan clubs have to give. So I do know that today is going to be awesome, and we're going to learn a lot for those who are not familiar with fan clubs. Um, I hope you all will be able to educate them and those that are not involved, that they will be even more so um, inclined to coming in to either one, whatever club they, you know, affiliation or sports. We know it's only one, Dallas Cowboys. But... <laughs> But whatever it is, that they will be more inclined to come in because of the good things that we have to offer. So, Tony and Curtis, can you explain to the listeners who were like me, um, just in Atlanta, loving sports? I mean, literally from Thursday to Monday, um, going into the sports clubs, sports bars, really thinking I was doing something because I had my little following that we just call each other. Where are you going to be? I was on Dugan's on Flat Shoals Parkway, and that's where I watched games. And it wasn't until someone introduced me, actually it was my, my brother, Richard Jones, introduced me to not even you, Tony, but to NYG. And I went there first. And Tony... um. Curtis, you weren't even there the day I I came. I was in San Diego. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I was just overwhelmed. 
of you know i was like what is all of this this is on another level this is on another scale so i just wanted you guys to just kind of talk about you know what i mean so is the origin or what what is the sports fan club well since you mentioned nyg i'll I'll go first with this um i had started a group back in 2013 we were at a spot called bada bings um down there by grady and we were down there for a few years it just it was okay, but it wasn't It wasn't me. It wasn't reaching out to the whole city. I felt like we were just only catering to a certain part of Atlanta. And I had a different vision for bringing the city together. I wanted to make it more festive, more fun. So the formula was good food, good drinks, free parking. That brings the women out. Women will bring men out. Mm-hmm. And I felt the location was going to determine the quality of people that was coming so basically the first we went to the first one which we saw was a festive football watch party where it didn't matter if we won or lost you was going to have fun the overall goal was that from monday to saturday we are beat up at work we are beat up in traffic Mm -hmm. we are beat up with our families and friends on Sunday, I'm going to give you an escape for four hours, mm-hmm. and I'm going to let you just forget about your troubles. You're just going to have fun. You're going to be an adult right. again on my watch. And that was it. And then, you know, it just took off from there. But that was the basis of it was just trying to do something different. And like I said on various other times was that how I got started, pay me how Tony got started, was someone told me I couldn't do it. And if you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to go to the grave proving that I can do it. And when I do it, I'm going to rub it in your face Mm -hmm. that I did it. Right. And that's what you saw was the rubbing in people's faces that, hey, we could do it and not just do it for Giant fans, but Cowboy fans and Eagle fans and Redskins and and, uh, the Chiefs and the Ford, whoever it was. Right. Because all you because we were all the same people, no matter what uniform you had, we were football fans. Right. So let's just have a good time. So Tony, maybe have the same story. Pretty much, um, I pretty much was a guy going to see cowboy games, uh, looking around for bars, and the thing that really irked me, that really ticked me off, was the fact that every time I went in a bar here in Atlanta, and there was a cowboy game on, I had to sit and look at a doggone TV and not have sound. (laughs) That was the most irritating thing. I felt so stupid seeing a touchdown, and I'm trying to cheer, and I don't even hear what's going on. (laughs) And I said, there's got to be a better way. And someone uh, actually directed me to a bar that was supposedly a bunch of cowboy fans. I got started. Uh, I went over there. Um, got indoctrinated pretty much, started going there religiously, uh, met the owner, uh, and then uh, that's where it started. I started helping the owner and promoting the bar and everything, and we weren't really a fan club. We were just a bunch of people getting together. Like she said, she was coming out to watch the game with a bunch of friends, and they became friends. And after that, um, what basically ended up happening, there was a, a racial tone to the uh, bar. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Trump happened and uh, certain people started showing certain colors. And, you know, you try to, you know, you get to a point where you're, 
you're friends with someone and you're trying to talk to them and I'm trying to say, look, there's certain things you can't say on social media. You have too much of a minority following. And uh, he didn't want to listen. He wanted to still be himself. You know, he owned the bar, so there was nothing he could I could do. So basically I decided I would step out, start my own group, and uh, it began there. We were August 24th, 2016. The block party was started. You know, I invited everybody. I did a $10 all-you-can-eat, bring-your-own-bottle event. Oh, wow. That was the very first event I did. It was $10. We had burgers, hot dogs, sausages, and uh, some food, and everybody could bring their own bottle. And that's where it started. Well, for our listeners, like... How is it for, for those of don't that have never gone out to a you know an actual watch party? What is the atmosphere like? The atmosphere is electric. You're in a bar. You're with lots of fans that have the same passion as you for the same team as you, and that's what makes it special. I think most people when they go to a bar, and Curtis can probably attest to this. One of the biggest things that makes a game worth watching is sound. And when you're the club that, say, has the has the agreement with that bar, providing the fans with sound is so important. So important. Yeah, to hear the game because it makes it – you're there with friends, you're having a good time, but you want to hear the game. Yes. So that is so important to be able to do. And when Don't you're forget out that there and is you're there a DJ? That, huh? Is there a DJ? Oh, yes. Yes, we have a DJ. We bring the, <laughs> we bring the funk. So the DJ is only during halftime or and then during all commercials. All commercials. All commercials. Is that same for you, Curtis? Um, I'm I'm just gonna state this first. Let me shout out NYG for Life, Columbia, South Carolina. I did forget them. Okay. I see you, Robert, um, VP out there. Um, We have the best D. NYG for Life Atlanta has the best DJs in the city. False. 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 You don't want to battle that. Yes. But the point being is, is that you know, (laughs) with us having the best DJs in the city or access to the best DJs in the city like a DJ Tron or a DJ Clay Nice or a DJ Cut or a DJ Flamingo or a DJ Daddy Dre or a DJ Grand Grooves. I could keep going on and on. Okay. And so the point being is with Flavor One Radio, but the That's music... That's a long list. That is a long <laughs> list. You know it why? is a long list. It's a long list because we provide different energies every week because when you have the same DJ playing every week people know that person how they're going to play so every dj brings a different crowd and they bring different energy so that's what makes our experience different because you don't know the energy that you're going to get on that given sunday all you know is going to be turned up is it energetic all the time all the time nyg for life just like black party or fan clubs uh, in general are all energetic and and that's what the fans are wanting to know when they come out because that was what the listeners want to hear the thing is is that all fan clubs aren't energetic. It's like Tony said. It's about building that vibe, that energy, that experience. Mm-hmm. The DJ sets the tone. The sound in the for your game sets the tone. The food and the service sets, sets the, the tone. Mm-hmm. The parking sets the tone. So as a leader, you have to check all those boxes off. Every bef- week. Every week before one person walks in that building. Wow. You got to make sure that all this is set up. Then you still got to promote. It's a, Exactly. They see, they see the finished product, but it's just like any other production. We're we're a production team, but we do it on a on a level that it's typically one guy or if you have a team and we do it. We see oh we oversee the flyers, we oversee the complaints, we over 
I mean, every every little aspect. Uh, we do raffles, uh, that kind of thing. We have to make sure the prizes are there. We have to make sure that your team is there. Sometimes you might have a team that doesn't show up, and you might be the only person there. And you have to be able to compensate for that. Um, I know Curtis is just like myself. We miss. We don't get a chance to go to games because people want us there. And if we tell them we're not there, they don't even show up to the club. And that's disheartening. We tell them, come, just because we're not there, come anyway and have a good time. But they don't. They expect us to be there every single week. And he's been doing this a long time since I met him. I've been doing this a long time. Uh, And it's fun, but I'll be damned. It's a lot of work. Curtis, did you ever think that this would actually go beyond the scope of your your vision? Like you said, when you first started, did you ever imagine that it would get this big? And then, Tony, you can follow up with that. No, I mean, this is truly a blessing to God. You know, God has truly struck favor. I always say, they always say God protects babies and fools, and I am one of the biggest fools because God protects me every day because I'm not a baby. I did not think that this was ever going to be what it is today. Like I said, I just did it to prove a point. Um, Joe Leonard, who used to go by Spartacus Maximus, he was the person who put me on to the business aspect of it. Shawnee McRae taught me how to build the, the organization. I just wanted to have fun. I wanted to get away from downtown. I wanted to bring out more beautiful people and network. I didn't think it was going NYG for life. Atlanta was going to take the fan club experience and become some conglomerate of, 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 a, of a football group to now being a promotional group doing various different things. So this is way beyond, beyond. my wildest dreams. Right. But to whom much is given, much is required. So like Tony said, we put in the work. Uh, you know, I can even remember how I met him. How I met Tony, I didn't meet him face to face. He called me and he heard about me. I don't know how he got my number, but he found me and he said, you know, hey, bro, you know, I, I heard about you. What you think about doing a joint watch party on Lake Lanier? And I said, I ain't doing nothing with these cowboy fans. <laughs> I ain't doing nothing with you. And, and he said, well, I ain't trying to do nothing with you either. And we, and we said a couple other choice words. It was all love. But come to find out, here I am, years later, doing joint watch parties with everybody in the city. So, again, I, Tony, Tony was, was a true visionary when it came to the joint watch party experience because we were all in our individual silos so you know i'm I'm on this show today to publicly give this man his flowers because he gave me the idea of doing joint watch parties because if it wasn't for him giant fans would just be by themselves we wouldn't be with the other teams watching the games against each other so i gotta salute you, well, bro, you for know, real you know how we do man we we, we play real hard, you know, with each other. It's never anything personal. We always joke, like I tell them, it's really hard for me to be in this room because they stink so bad. But, you know, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna keep it like it is. Uh, no, nah, but Curtis has shown me the business aspect. Shawnee has been uh, of the steel city here in Atlanta. She is really on top of the business part of this thing. And they've shown me because even though you want to run a club, <laughs> it takes money to function. Uh, you have to figure out a way to function. Um, people se- tend to think, I mean, here I've heard crazy stories like the raffles are what 
keeps the club together. These raffles, you don't make a lot of money on the raffles. By the time you buy prizes and do anything and you may have to pay your DJ, those things would come out of that raffle. But see, the business aspect of it is you go into your club, you negotiate for them to pay for your DJ, which takes that expense off your plate. DJs are expensive, especially the good ones. They don't come for four hours for 50 bucks. No, they don't do that. (laughs) They want to get paid. And you're always hoping that if you fall upon somebody, that he's a fan of the team. Because typically, if you can find a DJ that's a fan of the team, he'll cut you a bunch of slack because he wants to be part of the vibe. And then that helps him get gigs. So like he says, the business aspect of this thing is tremendous. And you really have to be on your P's and Q's to try to do it. For instance, shirts, T-shirts, uh, if you have fan clubs, uh, if you have membership packages for your fan club, I mean, those kinds of things. Uh, like for us, we have a membership package. Uh, the membership package is 100 bucks a year. Um, but what we give them is we give them two T-shirts. We give them a bag. We give them a bumper sticker. We give them a lanyard, an ID card. We put a, It's basically a full kit that we give them that makes them be a part of the group. And people want to, they want that. Like you said, that four hours on Sunday is something that they're dying to get because of what they go through Monday through Saturday for most mm-hmm. of them. And that's probably, and that leads on to what I talked about. Um, I do a little pre, pre-gaming on on Facebook just to let people know kind of what the show is going to be about and, you know, why we're, you know, why the topic is what it's, what, what it is. And I did say that, you know, this is, you know, even though holistic living, holistic living with Hazel brings about educational stuff, it's been very serious with the topics. And they're like, "What sports have to do with you know holistic living with Hazel?" It has everything to do with it holistically, mind, body, and spirit. And as Curtis stated, you know, we typically are very robotic in our in our day in our weekly lives, and that sports to many people is is a get away mm-hmm. you know that all I can think about is how fast he's gonna run down the field or did they call this play right it just breaks up the monotony of your brain every single day you know just stressed out now mind you sports can be very stressful you can, but you there's a good that. it's good it's good stress and bad stress <laughs> since everybody is in the social media you can see videos where these guys get so upset their team lost their shooting the TV they're not breaking the TV. They're shooting the yeah, TV. Yeah, I almost I've broke a couple of TVs. Like yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, people get emotional. This is, you get, you get attached to your team like you do your children. You, you want to see your team get better. You want to see it grow. You want to see it win just like you do your child. Yeah. <laughs> and what I've seen from both of you all um, is that you feel the same way about your clubs. I... I'm fortunate enough to be able to be in the inside of conversations with you all and the passion that you all have. Your clubs are your babies and you want you are so passionate about just just the the whole success of it and the caring of the people that you that you that come to your clubs every single day and that's what I want to segue in because I don't think a lot of people know um you know when we talk about monies right because this is a brand this is this is business but what I don't think people know about 
everything else that you all do besides paying the DJ and, you know, getting raffle prizes and setting things up. I want you all to talk about, because I've been privy to be a part of this, talk about the charity piece of your clubs, because this is crucial. I got, I got a smile on that because that's actually the overall um, foundation of, you know, my group organization rather um i figured that the best way to impact the community and i could grab your ear is by creating a fan club so that instead of me standing on the side of a highway with a sign saying donate to my charity now i got 100 200 300 people you know let's now band together let's go feed the homeless let's go clothe the homeless let's do meals on wheels let's go to the schools and do toys for tots i figured that was the best thing to do when i first started you know when tony talked about money we wasn't making money i was taking the money out of my own pocket buying 300 you know mcdonald breakfast sandwiches going down the pine street to feed the homeless or donating for someone to cook chili or spaghetti so for me charity has always been the overall focus in my dream my dream and I'm going to get that within mm-hmm. the next year or two is to provide a college scholarship from our organization oh, each year awesome. to a high school kid graduating college that's the overall goal so when people see about us trying to get the bar or the restaurant to finance what we do you know the overall goal is is that we're giving them all this revenue. We need a percentage of that back so we could give that back to the community. So it was like when I say that God blessed me to be a blessing to others, that's how that cycle works. Mm. So, again, I'm going to have that dream within the next year or two that we're going to have the first annual NYG for Life Atlanta Sports and Entertainment LLC scholarship will be given to a college senior very soon. Oh, that would be awesome. Seeing what what we've done in the past, we've always um, celebrated Breast Cancer Month. Um, we typically around the holidays we try to feed families. We've always done that. You know, you've recommended several families to us that we've taken. We've raised money. We've been able every Christmas, except for last year, which was COVID, which we didn't meet. Um, we've been able to give them gifts and a thousand dollars every Christmas. Um, the people in our group have been so giving. Just recently, um, we have one of my members, her fiance died of COVID. Uh, right before he died, he had bought his son a car. The car's transmission went out. So when his dad got sick, they couldn't get it fixed. Then he died. The young man started college on a Friday. His dad died that Sunday. Mm. Um, I rallied my troops together and we were able to buy a new transmission for the young man. That's awesome. So those are kinds of things that we try to do. We try to touch you personally. It's not about giving to big organizations, but it's about touching some people personally. Um, she, Hazel has actually even introduced us to someone that we helped and she came back to give back mm. because these people tend to think nobody gives a damn about them. Mm-hmm. They think there's no help out there for them. They're alone. They're struggling. Things aren't going right. And if you've ever been in a struggle, you kind of know things start to spiral and you don't seem to get out of the quicksand. Uh, we want to reach out, touch them, let them know, hey, there are people out here that care. And um, that's been one of the most rewarding things about it. I remember the very first young lady that we helped walking into her house. It was cold. She had her four children there. They were dressed up like they were going to church just for us. 
because those black mamas, no matter what they're going through, mm-hmm. when they, they're going to present their kids in the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, just knowing, I didn't know if she hadn't paid the light bill or what, but it was dark in there and it was cold. And just to put that money in her hand and give her, those, give her that food, it was just touching. I'm not a big baby, but that had me tearing <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like how we do. You know, Tony has helped us um with this is that you know during december we um partner with our gym my gym affect fitness who identifies families and schools in poor neighborhoods and you know we my gym group usually gets a shopping list and what i do on my side is i organize all the fan clubs for a bowling event and the cowboys have been heavily involved with that over the past three four years and we see the immediate impact like he said he doesn't cry or get emotional but when you see these parents and these kids going crazy the kids are going crazy and the parents are crying when you see grown men cry that's when i know okay you know what this really is touching it's bigger it's bigger than football it's the topic it's bigger than football football is just an engine to use to get a way to impact the community is more than just drinking a beer and eating and dancing. We are actually me, this brother and other fan clubs in the city, you know, like steel city, like uh, the 49ers with a tear, you know, a loving act. You know, we, there are various different charities, the Raiders, there's very different groups out there who are actually working with the community hands on, hugging homeless people, making sure that they get in sometimes free haircuts and, and, and free hairdos that goes on in Wheat Street. So there's a lot of, things that we do that gets us to Sunday and then once we get to Sunday it's the Monday to Saturday work that that, that that's how we help the community out since you're working remote you know I spend so much time it's almost hard for me to do my job during the day because I'm working remote from home but while I'm working remote I'm always doing something for the club on my other computers you know so it's you get into this thing you get dedicated and you really want to see your club succeed. You want to see the people succeed. You get close to them. You you make so many friends. I mean, oh so many friends. We just had a, recently uh, Pamela Terrell just passed. And uh, we just found out about that the other day. And she was someone that came to the club all the time. Big, bright smile. These people, you know, they become family, and that's been our motto now. We we developed our own motto, and we say we're not just fans, we're family over here yes. at the block party. Yeah, and I and again, and I can contest that with both. You know, I remember going to, like I said, going to um, Curtis, your group, and, you know, still and making friends and still have long-life friends there. And, of course, the block party. And, you know, um, this is the, because I do want to, you know, say this, it's like the monkey in the room. Is it the monkey or the elephant? Just, 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 just say it's the elephant animal. in just, the room. Yeah. Whatever it is. <laughs> whatever it is. Um, just say it. You guys, you see how, you know, you do all this work. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of dedication. And we, I think as fans, I you know, I hear it all the time where, you know, you hear the negative side of, of the groups. Um, you hear the... The back and forth of, you know, this group and that group. And, you know, I, along with other people who talk about it, we don't understand it. We don't understand because we're all here. We all love 
football. We all, I mean, all this charity work, all these things are, that are going on um, that are good. I We just talk a little bit, just a little bit about the negative side of the business. And again, as a leader, I understand there's always going to be negative sides of it. Um, there's always going to be, you know, people that you feel should support you and don't. Um, trust me, I get it. Being in a business forever, I get it. But when we talk about this part of it, um, as a leader of a sports fan, can you just let the listeners know kind of what you deal with on a day-to-day basis. And I'll let Tony start. Well, you better have thick skin, first of all. <laughs> My mother used to always say, sometimes you have to walk alone. And I live that. Um, you're, when you're trying to raise money, when you're charging for things, some people think that these things are free. But we're adults. I mean, freebies and not paying for something is just not there anymore. In order to have these events... A lot of people do not understand because they've never done anything or they've never thrown something big what it costs. To rent a venue might be $2,500. And what we do at the block party, we are king of all you can. And when I say all you can, I mean all you can eat, all you can drink. That's what we've always done no matter what we do. Uh, when you're charging, say, 30 bucks for a person to be able to eat, and drink. We do top shelf liquor. We do high quality food. And when you're charging that kind of money, you're working on volume and you're hoping you get the volume that you do. And a lot of times you don't. So when those negative numbers come in, somebody has to pay for that. That typically is going to fall on me as the president. I've always funded my group. I know Curtis probably in the beginning has always funded his group. And you spend a lot of money. So to be the president, to be dedicated to the cause is tough. And people don't understand that. You know, they think that all this money is flowing in and it's coming into you. When we did the tailgate in Atlanta for the Cowboys, we were only a group that was two years old. We had no money. So we did a tailgate at $40 all you can eat or drink. And there were people that complained about the price. They didn't understand it. At the end of the day, the tailgate cost us $27,000. Tell them that you rented out the whole parking lot and tell them <laughs> that you had a big screen. I was right. at we that. Jum- I was there. Yeah, we had a jumbotron. <laughs> I put, we put a jumbotron. We were, one, we were probably the only tailgate co- group that's just been a club that ever tried anything like that. We had a Jumbotron TV. We bought the entire parking lot. We didn't have cars on our parking lot. We just had people. We had 900 people there. But still, it cost $27,000. It cost to be the buy. And, and people don't understand that. The following year we did it, we had some hiccups, of course. You're, we're learning. But when we did learn, we came back the following year, did it again. And that still cost $25,000. The TV alone costs $5,000 because you have to have a production team, a gen, a special generator to push power to the screens. They don't understand it. All they see is, oh, you're making a whole bunch of money. Well, I can make money if I didn't have the Jumbotron. <laughs> I can you, make money. That's if, you trying to make it right for exactly. people. Trying I can to make, make it money the best. if I didn't serve Hennessy, if I didn't have Crown, if I gave you well liquor. I don't. I give you Crown, Hennessy. Top shelf. 
You're talking about six meets at a tailgate. The professional tailgates only gave you two. So in, in, in essence, it's giving your people and those that come out the best of the best. That, exactly. And that's most important. When you come to our event, you're getting not just the value, you're getting quality. Right. We, do th- we try our best to do things top notch. My team, they argue with me all the time, Tony. You added something else because I can't stop. (laughs) I have to pull myself back. And, Curtis, I know that you have a similar story, but I want you to express um, some of the the negative side of, you know, this. And, And when I say negative, let me just say this. It's not about the negativity of people per se, but just as you, as a, as a leader, some of the things that you have to go through. And this is to help listeners who may even want to even walk in you guys shoes. Well, it's the persona that they give you yeah, because you're the leader yes. and because you're making decisions that most of them can't make themselves. Mm. They don't understand. You can't, all decisions require action and you have to be able to go forward, be able to take the criticism, and just keep doing what you have to do. You're not going to make them all happy. They're right. not. My, my brother's on Facebook Live trying to make me laugh while I'm being asked what a question about the, about the negativity. Shout out to Shamel Smith, my little brother. <laughs> <laughs> Making me laugh. And also my cousin in Mississippi, Jarvis. But... um. Back to that question, the negative aspect. I mean, Tony Tony says it. You know, the problem is, is that when there's money involved, rumors start. People think that you are paying your rent with the extra $200 that comes out of everything <laughs> of after raffle. you done paid the of DJ the or the <laughs> raffle. I mean, you know, when we first started NYG for Life, you know, we gave out free $25 raffles for every quarter. So in other words, you got a free raffle ticket when you walk through the door and every quarter we gave out a $25 gift card or cash. <laughs> we was giving away money and people still thought we were pocketing money. Um, so which is, which is ironic. I mean, I've been told, you know, like Tony said, you know, about him financing it. I could a thousand percent say that I have a hundred percent financed NYG for life Atlanta to a certain point. <laughs> I still have shirts that I bought from three, four years ago. That's still in my <laughs> closet. Uh, you know, we have a website. We didn't just get a Wix website. We paid $2,500 for our website because we want to do certain things on our website. We want to bring it up to another level. So the negative aspect is that, you know, when you're in this seat, People want to be on this mic. People want to be at that level. People want that love and that attention, not realizing that there's a price that comes with that. There's sleepless nights that comes with that. Mm-hmm. There comes with money being lost out your pocket for that. Mm-hmm. There comes with time, like Tony said, where I got a day job, but I'm also doing this job on another <laughs> PC. So I'm doing two jobs with two different hands. And all people see is Sunday. Not realizing the legwork that went to get to Sunday. So so, so that's where the negative part is, is really painful because you put your heart and soul into this for other people. So I understand the definition of a thankless job because this <laughs> friendships lost. Yeah, friendships lost, mm-hmm. thankless job. This is this has really opened my eyes up 
to understand that just because everyone shakes your hand don't mean that they really shaking your hand. Absolutely. Exactly. You know, they could be shaking exactly. your hand to bring you closer to stab you in the back. There uh-huh. you go. You know, I've learned that so much because they, they got the virus in the palm. <laughs> yeah, because real talk, you know, I've been here 23 years. I moved out here in 1998 from the Bronx, New York. I'm proud to say that. And no one knew who the heck Curtis Smith was. The Captain Kurt was not birthed until 2016. And then when 2016 come over the past five years, I have endured so much craziness for the Captain Kurt. Where I said the Captain Kurt has to die. You know, Mm -hmm. I had to kill that image to now be Curtis. Right. I had to be Kurt. I had to be the businessman to understand that, hey, I got to keep these people happy. I got to keep this ownership happy. Whatever negativity is out there, I'm gonna leave it right out there. Right. And nobody cares about I, I, your happiness. I, I, I care, exactly. They don't. They don't care about your happiness. So, no. no. So the thing is, are is you that, okay, Curtis? No. It's <laughs> so funny. I always say that. There's a funny joke. Is that when my mom, when when my mom was living and I moved out of here, my mom, my, my parents never asked me how my day was, until I moved to Atlanta and I took my car out my mama's name. Mm-hmm. That's when she said, hey, how's your day? So it's the same <laughs> It's the same type of thing that no one says, yeah. hey, how are you doing? They just yeah. see that you get it done. Yeah. So the negative aspect is that people really, they, 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 they want this. They, they, they want the demands of your time they, they, that you don't even have. Because you may have a family at home. You may have a kid. You may have a husband, a wife. Not realizing that, hey, I'm, I'm putting away my, my personal time, you know, to, f- for this. And... Every Sunday they know Don't ask me to do anything Because they know what I'm doing It's like No 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 Well guys We're going to take a break But um, I do want to let you guys know That um, I appreciate you both Um, And from one leader to the other um, Keep doing what you're doing You're doing great things We're always going to have those Who want to say Or always will say They can do it better and that we know is just something that comes with leadership. You all, um, part of me bringing out the aspect of charity is because that's what drew me to both of you all and the work that you do outside of that. You can't get bogged down in the negativity because then your purpose will not be filled. And that is to whether it's to help others every day, um, you know, through trials and tribulations. Um, on Sundays or is to help a family is to help the homeless your purpose is bigger okay it's bigger than a Sunday it's bigger than a football game and so it's imperative that you keep your eyes on the prize and everything else is second nature okay so we're going to take a break and we will return in a moment Like 
a chainsaw. The game's wrong, boy, please believe it. Keep your Bible with you, cause you gon' be leading Jesus. Being in for chart, diving hits. And RG ain't gon' stop dropping. I'ma make a million dollars, then stand on the top of it. Rockin' it till the day I die in this game. RG with the fat, boy, adding the fire to the flame. Walker for, for for just tuning in too. I ain't doing my shout outs like I did in my last interview. Yeah, the hour look, I got a shout out. Shout out my team. Yes. Like, well, I'm gonna shout out my team. Shout out my niece Ashanti Smith. She just joined in. Oh, is that right? <laughs> I got shout. All team right, we are back. We are back, and we have our co-host in the building. And it, I hope you guys have enjoyed this so far. Um, we are talking about all sports. Um, Oh, thank you, producer. We are talking about all, um, everything is more than just a football game. We're talking about the fan sports fan clubs of, well, here is Atlanta, but we have them all over. Um, and so I hope you guys are learning so much today about uh, the, not just the fan aspect of it, but also the business aspect of it. These guys have been so enlightening, um, I know, to me, to see and hear everything that they have to go through just to make that one day that we enjoy just off the charts, but everything they have to endure in order to make that day happen. We learn so much about the um, business part of it, and I we all see it, whether it's on uh, social media, or we're seeing it on a shirt. Can you all talk to us about the branding aspect of it? Um, you want Curtis to go first? Mm-hmm. Um, Curtis, how did you, you know, at first a brand starts with the vision. So how did you come about that branding, that that vision, and then that branding piece of it? Well, I always say that God gave me the vision. And I remember an old DJ of mine, um, he said NYG for life. And when Bruce broke it down, I said, there goes our name. And so the first thing I did was was go to the Georgia Secretary of State on the website and make sure that no one had that name, reserve that name, and then became a LLC. And then I made sure that I went to the IRS and got an EIN number mm-hmm. because we're going to be legit with this. If you're going to brand something, you're going to have some legality along with it. You just okay, can't. Curtis, can you repeat that for those who are looking to not even just start a fan club, but a business 
as well because again we are takeaways from here and so can you give that order again on how you actually have to start your business well the first thing you do is go to the secretary of state of your of of your state and check to see if that name has been used by somebody. If not, then you pay to reserve that name, and then they'll give you that name, and then you eventually get your business certificate, and then you go to the IRS and get your EIN number. So now you are no longer Curtis Smith, NYG. Now you are now NYG for Life Atlanta. You are now ATL Dallas Cowboys Block Party. So you get the business aspect of it so that when you walk into a business, mm-hmm. you make sure that they write the checks to the business. You file taxes for the business. Everything is a business. Yes. So that's how you go with the branding. Then you go with trying to get a trademark. Now with NFL, obviously we all know that you got to be very, 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 you can't even say the word Super Bowl in a flyer without getting, um, so you have to work about, now go get your name, your branding, the logo, all that has to be trademarked. So in order to get a brand for me to put on a shirt for you to put on a shirt or a jacket or a website it has to be trademarked so when people get to understand hey i want to get a group i want to get a group you got to understand the business of a group and if you don't understand the business of a group you're just a bunch of people in the garage watching the game don't forget you got to get a good logo Oh, or the logo. Gotta, gotta well, logo your logo, your logo, just like your flyers, has to be popping. Yep. Every this is no longer. We're no longer in the age or era of let me pass out a hand flyer, pass out go. a paper. Everything is social media. So what catches the eye is something sexy, something popping. Mm-hmm. Your logo has to be it. So like you said, it's 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 the legality aspect of it. It's the it's the logo aspect of it, and it's understanding the business steps. You can't skip steps when you're trying to brand your business. And don't be in a hurry. Just don't be in a hurry. You gotta you take your time, think things out. You know, with us, it was more or less the reason I named it the block party is because every group every club that was about dallas had star in it and i said i don't want that i don't want i don't want to be started started i need something different Mm -hmm. and my first event i said we're gonna throw a block oh we're gonna throw a block party and basically that's what ended up happening i said you know what i'm gonna name it the block party and uh then i went from there then i went on fiverr so if you're someone that's working on a budget and you can't think of a logo I paid for my logo on Fiverr, $12. Hmm. And I've had this logo for five years, $12. That's, I'm not that's a going, lot cheaper than what I pay for my That's life. what I'm saying. So you, <laughs> have, you, to, you have to learn these things. Can you spell that? From Fiverr, Fiverr? F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Okay. And they have different designers there that you can use. My first flyers that I use for my group Uh I also had them done there, and I was paying $12 a week for a flyer. So there are avenues out there. If you don't have a big budget, you don't have a lot of money, um, you can do it. Eventually what I did, I bought a program, and during COVID, because I was paying $45 for this guy to do my flyers, during the COVID time, I had so much time that, that I learned how to do my own flyers to save my group money. So the branding thing is you want to put your logo on everything, hat, your shirt, whatever, and you want to get it out there. 
Oh, good. Um, we don't have, I normally don't have <clears throat> callers right now calling in, but that was one of the questions I'll grab from um, the actual uh, social media. And that was one of the big questions that came through. Like, how do you start, you know, a fan club? So I'm hopefully you all um, were able to take notes. Um, you guys know that I am very big on business. I'm very big on doing things the right way and building a foundation. Um, and so... Hopefully that will be a takeaway for you all. So my next and final question, and it's kind of deep, but I think that it is very important for people to know you all outside of the Captain Kurt, who is doing it and in, in, in hitting the city like ever. And then we have Tony Thomas, the Black Party hype man. <laughs> There's more to you all. Than that, And I know we've all, um, through this hour, we're learning a lot more. But I want to have you guys say in your own words, who are you? Um, but, but, real quick, before I know, I know we ran out of time. Let me shout out my team. Anthony Fernandez, Sandra McCoy, Clay, DJ Clay Nice, DJ Cut, Antoine Woods, um, Ty, our photographer guy, as well as uh, Smooch, DJ Smooch. Now, to talk about uh, what don't Who you are. Who am I? Yes. I am a introvert, extrovert. I hate <laughs> to be outside. I am a home body. People fall. People think that I am this club person. No, I hate to be outside. <laughs> um, I hate to spend money. Um, I like no one to know who I am when I walk in the building. I just want to be Curtis. You know, I just want to be Curtis. That's, that's, really, that's really it. So people, so that's the one thing. Pe I do not like the spotlight. I do not like going someplace and people know who I am. I just want to fall in line, be my introvert, watch my young and the restless. I watch Young and the Restless. Yes, I DVR Young and the Restless. I just told Atlanta that. Um, I like to watch Young and the Restless. I watch it on Netflix. That's what I want to do in my spare time. So that's what people don't know about me. Oh, wow. Okay, Ty. Well, for me, I'm just a, I'm a pretty easygoing guy. I'm the same guy I was in high school. My friends that grew up with me said, you know, you were a fool in high school and you're still a fool. I haven't changed a bit. I, I try to keep that childhood-like uh, persona with me. I'm all about business, but I also like to have a good time. I like to have fun. Uh, I'm a father of five. Um, you know, they keep me going. I've got my last. My twins are right now juniors at Georgia State. Um, they're my hearts. I give them everything they want because they they give me everything I want out of the deal. So um, I uh, love the club. I love people. Uh, when you're my friend, you're my friend. When you're my enemy, you're my enemy. I'm a Taurus the Bull, to let anybody <laughs> know. So I'm true to my sign. Uh, and uh, like I said, I, I enjoy helping people. I enjoy meeting people. And uh, I'm just here for the journey. And uh, it's been a good one. I've met so many incredible people. Uh, let me thank some folks. Shirley Clay Allen, Mike Allen. They're, they're my hey. vice president. Uh, my newly recent promoted vice president, Gloria Martin. Gloria. Uh, she's just been, she's my Swiss Army knife. Um, I've got uh, Michael Henderson, my sergeant of arms. I've got um, Caesar Bless, Jacita. I've got uh, Terrence Brown, 
uh, Chris Johnson, Glenda Johnson, they're a husband and wife team that I met during my first tailgate. And they came and helped us, and they've been with us, and they've put up with me ever since. Uh, we just have so many people that, oh, and just recently I f- forgot, my membership coordinator that we just brought in, Lakeisha Montague, she's a fireball. I mean, this woman is a fireball, so she's really going to help us out a lot. Michelle McGill, my secretary, um, she's brought on, I've gone through like 100 secretaries. I've run them all off. <laughs> but uh, um, these people are the people that help make the block party. They're the, they are the engine that uh, provides the spark for the for the car. So um, I want to thank them. But, yeah, I'm just a real easygoing guy. Well, I want to thank you both. Um, I use that question at the end of every show because I feel like the better people know who you are as, as people, um, the better they will be able to understand and interact with you, and I think that's most important. And so I want to thank you all again for coming in, and I appreciate you all. Um, Holistic Living, again, guys, remember, we are empowering, educating, and and improving your holistic life. And we are out. Thank you for listening to Holistic Living with Hazel. Tune in to iHeartRadio or TheReal1100.com. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Holistic Living Podcast with Hazel.